0: Welcome to The Edge, the official podcast of Bass Edge, brought to you by the world's leading underground construction equipment company, Ditch Witch. I'm Steve Brigman, and I'm here in sunny Florida with the host of Bass Edge
1: Television, Mr. Aaron Martin. How are you, Aaron? I am doing well, Steve. We are coming to you right out of the WFN booth, and we're going to have a whole host of anglers that's going to be stopping by to join us. Well, we've had a good time here at the
0: iCast show, and we're going to have a good time on this show. So. We're going to be right back here on The Edge.
1: Get it like that, boy. Good job.
0: I don't know of any other sport that offers the challenge
2: of Bass Fishing Day.
3: Oh, dude, did you
2: see yes, that?
3: Yes, I saw
1: that. That was awesome.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Watch for the fish to pace the bait.
1: What do you think of that, huh? Yeah. That's full contact fishing right Man. there.
4: You're listening to The Edge, the official audio program of Bass Edge.
0: Here we are at ICAST with one of, I guess, one of our best friends in this business and one of the real fun guys in this business, Mr. Mister Sammy
5: Lee with Tight Lines Radio. Well, Steve, it's a pleasure to see you, as always, and share some more memories and make a few new ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great. It's great to see you. And, you know, when I when I saw you
0: the other day, it just reminded me of why I love ICAST so much. You know, it's, uh, it's of course, uh, important to our industry to come here and get the new uh Products introduced, and see what's going on. Catch up with the technology and the boost. But, by golly, it's just great to see old friends.
5: Well, thank you so much, and to make new friends while we're here as well, wouldn't you say? Because I mean, look at this show; it's amazing. And I think back on the days from the early '80s when I first started coming to ICAST, or as they called it then, the ASA show. Holy smokes, Batman! If we thought then what you got today, it was Star Wars. Well, it was and, Star Trek.
1: And, and you bring up a good point, Sammy. Because the only thing I can think of that's the the downer is that everybody can't appreciate and enjoy this.
5: Well, they can if they watch and, and listen to podcasts and yeah. watch the internet, right? That that's right. And I know that uh,
0: guys like you and I, Sammy, we've uh, we saw how it used to be. These these youngsters like Aaron, you know, they uh, seeing some of this technology, and and I think you know, I think sometimes don't understand how far it's come. Talk to us about your earliest days of coming to ICAST and maybe give us some perspective about how far this business has come.
5: Well, let's just start in one area. Let's start with fish finders. You know, back in in the 70s and 80s, the fish finder basically was a round screen with a little red-orange-looking diode that ran Mm -hmm. around. And I remember when the first LCGs came out, oh, we were so impressed. But they didn't show us fish. They showed us a little square block. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know if the fish was you know 10 inches or 10 pounds and what did we see just earlier this morning we saw new electronics that show you both side scan left and right and down on top of the objects in the fish so now you have a true three-dimensional look i mean if you can't tell what's down there now whether you want to fish for <laughs> it now you have no excuse for hanging your lures up because you knew the tree was there well when i saw that you know technology you're talking about
0: you know what, what impressed me was there's a school bus on the bottom and everybody in the press conference goes that's a school
1: bus you know so uh gosh i think maybe even i can catch some fish now well you know certainly what i'm thinking is uh, that drop shot that deep fishing that we've been talking about so much here on bass edge and I, mean, I,
0: I cannot
5: wait to put that to i knew mind. your mouth was water when you <laughs> saw that and those cliffs
0: and those edges you like to fish oh, well and
5: another thing too you got to remember when you start talking about technology look at what you can do with today's uh Cell phones. Yes. You know, if you have an iPhone, for example, you can download Navionics. mapping systems. Yeah,
1: Navionics has the, has the application.
5: As <laughs> I can show you right here. I can take you to any lake in America standing right here and show you the underwater topography from my cell phone. Yes. I mean, a few years ago, we couldn't even get that technology in paper charts. Now, a few years ago, now it moved up into our sonar units, and now it's on our darn cell phone. And you put your GPS coordinates in there, we can leave in Orlando right now go to a lake in my home state of Alabama and it'll take us there via the GPS and put us right on the fish.
1: Well, we're just getting started. Sam. I, I mean, good
5: grief. This is going to be amazing. You well, know my only regret? I wish I was 25 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, yeah. Yeah. You and me both, Sammy. <laughs> but, uh, but
0: you know, like I say, the show, it, it's just been fantastic so far. We're just starting. This is day one. We're just getting started. And... Uh, I know you're a busy man. You're a popular guy, and we appreciate you taking a few minutes to stop by and visit with us here on the Edge.
5: Thank you so much. My pleasure. Great seeing both of you. Good luck and have fun at the show. Thanks, Sammy. Hi, I'm Denny Brower, and you've got the Edge.
4: Power. Productivity.
1: Speed. It's the best trencher ever made, not to mention the best plow, dumper, tiller, backhoe, stump grinder,
4: and tool carrier ever made. The Zahn, the revolution is here.
1: All right, welcome back. Excited to be here. We have two of our long-term buddies. One is Mr. Dave like The other one is Aaron Martins. It's good to Martin's.
6: have
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. This is going to get confusing uh, with uh,
0: all these Aaron's up here, but uh, Dave, how are we going to sort this out, man?
7: I don't know. I got Aaron and I did a couple of these already, Harder, I think, yeah. today, and uh, oh, yeah. we can't at talk. the end of it, I think I said... We made absolutely no sense, thanks for talking to us here. <laughs> so, well, you, well,
0: we brought the right guy to the show because that's typically our strategy, we, we very seldom make sense on this show. but uh,
1: Our producers well, totally overestimated our abilities to get anything constructive out of this show. Yeah, and
0: I'm looking at his face and we're right <laughs> on track. Yeah, right. yeah, sure. Like I was telling you, you guys.
3: shows I can't have all, you know, all the good shows, he got to have the ones that are kind of mixed up, different. You know? Right.
0: well I want to ask you here, I mean, I, I mean, I know you guys, you're fishermen, you're anglers, you love to fish. Uh, but uh, you'd probably rather be on the water than be here. But still, this is a pretty neat place to be.
3: It is pretty neat. Uh, there's nothing like it. I mean, all our, our work, I think, s- stops when we hit the water. I think for us, that's more play. It's all the stuff that's in between and uh, and, and afterwards and before that's the work. Uh, these shows, I don't, I'll tell you the truth, I don't do enough of them. I only do probably... Uh, one or two a year, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if that. But uh, it, it's 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 something I'll probably start doing more, especially with the economy. Is it? I mean, I think every little bit helps, especially for your sponsors. And I think it's important to be here, just you know, for that reason to help support. You know, without sponsors, we're not here. You know, can't have a, make a living fishing. Well, I know that you and Dave have been working over in the same booth with uh, Sunline.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you, uh, has he been behaving himself? Yeah, it's that time. he has a little slips here and there. Mm-hmm. That's normal for a
7: I bring a new level of sarcasm, like I was saying before.
0: <laughs> Dave, what is it you like about, about these these events other than, uh, uh, you know, seeing old friends, seeing the new equipment?
7: Well, seeing the new equipment has always been intriguing to me. I mean, I'm always tinkering with everything that I use in fishing, from your rods and reels to the lures, and I've... Painted, made my own jig heads for years and tied my own jigs. Actually, Aaron and I have been looking at a lot of that stuff. The other Aaron, other Aaron, Aaron to the fifteenth <laughs> power here. Yeah, there we go. But, but you know, and Aaron, uh, the other Aaron, is the same way as well. So you know, it's kind of com- a common thread we have. And uh, you know, even working at Sunline, we're probably best known for our light line fishing. Although we don't have many light line tournaments, even on the schedule that was announced today next year. But yeah.
3: uh, it still comes you out know, here. Yeah, it, it does. So it does. Yeah. And I know and, you, you're all work yeah. while you're here.
7: And so, yeah, getting back to your question, I mean, I'm, okay. we're working, but we're also seeing new products, and, and we're out there. I mean, everybody from. You mean uh, a
3: lot of people. Yeah, yeah, lot, yeah the small people. little
7: manufacturers here, bigger manufacturers, and everybody's got new ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even met a patent attorney today walking around here trying to get people yeah. to make new products so that he could have a. Uh, you know make some patents for them.
3: it it gives you i mean I, I see it it also gives you a chance to, to meet a lot of people and uh, make new friends but yeah, i have i've also met probably 20 people i haven't seen in 3 or 4 years so mm-hmm. we, we got always had an overlapping
7: schedule yeah. with a lot of the our tournaments we're on top of Widecast for several years yeah. in a row here
1: so we didn't get an opportunity to come. Well, and, you know, one of the things, guys, that I've always been curious about is how much of it is actually involved in this type of thing as far as you as individual anglers, you know, professional anglers in the sport, versus time on the water? Uh,
3: I mean, I've been fortunate because I've, you know, I had good finishes and and haven't been hurting money-wise just from winnings, uh, but for a fisherman, maybe starting out, uh, trying to find sponsors, you know, Show his qualities. Talk to some of these guys one on one. It's a really good opportunity. Uh, I, I I probably could make more money and, and be a little more successful. Uh, you know, have the big fifty foot hatters and stuff. If I worked uh, really hard, but you think your wife's gonna hear this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a big part of it. It's the family, man. Right, All us right. got a family. I got a family, I and mean, once you have kids like that, you can't. I mean. There's other things, you know, we fish so much, and, and some, there's so much preparation and so much getting ready for these tournaments that we fish. We have big times off, but I mean, really, you don't. I mean, there's a lot of preparation. It's, it's unbelievable how much stuff you did before the fishing. That's why I said fishing is like the fun part. It's like, for us, it's like no stress. It's, well, I mean, you get stressed, but it's more like rel- you get out there, you're in your element. Well, Dave, Dave I'd like to
0: expand on that because I know that uh, on the podcast, probably one of the questions that we get asked most from young folks are, the young folks coming along and they want to know how to be the next Dave Wolak and uh, there's, a, there's an understanding that they need to learn to catch fish, but there's a lot more to, to preparing for that kind of life.
7: Yeah, there is. I mean, you really have to set yourself up financially and mentally to be prepared to fish anywhere at any time and capitalize on what you do find. So you have to be technically sound, you have to have all your equipment ready, you have to be financially sound so you're not thinking about getting a check that you're trying to win. And, uh, you know, the way I did it was going to school first and working for a little while and making sure I put a lot of money aside. And and then once I had the ability to give it a shot, I was giving it a shot the right way with like a two to three year business plan that you can look at it and assess the situation from all angles and, and, and go at it and not be worried about the little things. And, you know, getting back to what Aaron was saying about having a family, I mean, it does take a lot of that time away. I mean, with all the tinkering that we do with things, you, you simply have to make time for that in between your family affairs and, and your and your sponsor affairs and your tournaments, and I mean, when I'm home, uh, you know, say I have a week off in between a couple events, and I'm not working for my sponsors, I'm trying to fit at least a couple hours of the day into playing out in the garage with my tackle, reorganizing things for the next event, and I mean, errands a lot more anal than I am yeah. with a lot of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I see uh, him aligning <laughs> we'll <on> worms. Right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, sit, he sits there and makes sure every worm is perfect in box. Sure the box. And I mean, to some extent, I'm yeah. like that myself. I mean, I, I really do. I mean, and you have to be like that, because when you take something out and you go to use it, mm-hmm. uh, you got to be ready. So it's it's just really overall knowledge and preparation and, uh, a smash, and a smash Yeah, a smash barb would cost
3: a the you a know, tournament. You hit the fish on mm-hmm. one you know, thing. You don't you overlook that. You have a barb smash down, you know, fish come off, jump off, and... Check your hook, and it's got a smashed barb and You always wonder, is that the one that just cost me that fish? Cost me a turn. You get, can't have that happen. Uh, right. And now, uh, if you are starting to fish and, and you know looking into it, you got to stay focused in the sport. Um, the sport is so hard to make it. Like uh, if you wander off and try doing two things at once, it's really hard. If you know, like if you go to school, you, you still want to you want to put your focus in the school, but you're, you're dividing it. So you want to make sure you get that schooling done first, because you can't really unless you can do it off the off season. But once you start fishing these tournaments and get into it, you can't. You gotta be completely focused. You can't be worried about other things. You gotta just think about fishing. And uh, I mean, I mean, well, good dad and, and good, good husband, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that, that's important. We were only married, and we went. We dated, and that was it for a little while. But soon. that's that's a, that's important. You got know? you got you got you got sure. to be a good dad, too. It's 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 tough. Or mom. There's there's women fishing out there too. But just staying focused is my is my was my since I was 12 years old, I think I wanted to be a fisherman, and ever since then I've been focused on that. Well, let's thing. run with
1: that for a second. I mean, you know, let's say perhaps there's you're not interested in fishing tournaments. You know, this is the show to where yeah. tremendous amount of tackle, all the new stuffs coming yeah. out. How do you guys break this down? You know, for the weekend angle?
7: Well, you know, you have your basic um, kind of companies that overlap each other that have yeah. a broad spectrum of products that everybody else has, and. Uh, You know, for a guy like Aaron and I, we come to this, and we we look at that, and those companies have new products, and it's a lot of cool stuff and adaptations to current products that they already have. But these little companies always intrigue me because you'll find, like, one little niche thing that you may need in an event. And I've had situations where I bought, you know, from a guy that came up to me and said, hey, check out this lure. And I'm like, yeah, let me see one of those. And they might have, uh, you know, and and this was an actual instance for me. I had a guy that was selling... a crankbait, and I wanted a real small but really heavy crankbait that I could fish vertically if fish were suspended deep. And I actually, at Eagle Mountain Lake that time, I was actually leading the tournament the first day. I caught him on a little bait that I got for five bucks off a guy from North Carolina that came up and talked to me at Lake Norman that wow. year, or the year before or something. And uh, you know, just little things like that, and you see these things at a show, and it could be everything from a big swim bait to a little heavy crankbait, but regardless, that stuff you'll see in the market, probably by a bigger company five years from now. And if you could get that little advantage and have that in your back pocket for a specific instance that you come across,
3: it sometimes works out for you.
0: Well, I know both of you guys are busy, a lot of work to do here. I just want to thank both of you for stopping by and visiting with us on the edge. Hey, no How are
3: your braces doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those oh, are fighting uh, words. The, idea. Yeah, i tell you what, I've been, I've, been, I've been struggling
0: with my braces. They took a shift this time, and we went on a search for wax. But uh, Hey, at least you don't
7: have oh, that big headgear. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sleep with that stuff.
3: <laughs> you, you, you put one of them in your lap? <laughs> Oh, I tell you, right. you
7: that, that hurts. Yeah,
0: I before. That's, that's uh, yeah it's, uh, it's, uh... The, the guys, if you got any, any of those rubber
7: bands, too, I need them for some wacky worms. <laughs> right. <I'll get laughs> later, that's right.
0: Oh, okay. Guys, it's all okay. this, one's, this one's, we've lost this one. Uh, I'm enjoying <laughs> it. Yeah, I know you are, because we, it, it's me, yeah, not it, you. But exactly. That's great. That's hey, guys, right. thanks for that. taking time to spend with us today. And, we enjoy And uh, we look forward to having you back on the edge. Thanks, oh, guys. Thank you.
6: Hi, I'm Chris Ball, and get ready for some more tips and techniques on Bass Edge, The Edge.
0: Well, the great thing about ICAST is everybody you run into, and here's another great friend of ours, Bobby Lane. Bobby, how are you, my friend? I'm
8: doing good, man. I'm, it's, I'm glad to be here. You know, it's my first year at ICAST. I haven't ever got to participate in one of these. and. Uh it's an awesome deal for the fishing industry and I'm and I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, well, great. before
1: we kind of dive off into your the first experience, <laughs> you know, what, what do you think about being in this big metal building and you only live what 30 minutes from here?
8: Yeah, this is probably another reason I'm here. No, I am sure uh, I'm sure uh you know m- my major sponsor Spiderwire and they'd have me come uh, if we were going anywhere else, but uh no, it, it's nice. I you know, I can wake up in the morning, have a cup of coffee and drive over to something like this. It was I'm very glad that it was held in Orlando and what an awesome exhibit this is, and uh, I'm taking my kids to SeaWorld tomorrow actually, so it's just a great time for the family and uh, a great time for us and for me to kind of get and see what you don't get to see, you know, we fish for a a living and we're on the road all year and we, you know, we get to here kind of read about a lot of new things and to actually come see them. It's a a great deal.
0: Well, Bobby, me and you have something in common. This is my first ICAST, too. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I I, I, Steve was here. Steve was here when they started the ASA show, you know. He's kind of like AFL football, right? (laughs) Oh, oh, that's awful. That's awful because
0: my Uh, my, my family did have Houston or AFL season tickets. Now we're getting
1: to the truth.
8: Uh, That's Yeah
0: You're right. You're right. Well, Bobby, I know that, uh, you know, for us, one of the great things coming to ICAST is to see you know, just to see old friends, see see people, and actually get to, you know, we run into each other as we go through uh, the season in a, in a lot of ways, but we get a little time to visit here. But another great thing is just seeing all the stuff. Have you seen anything here that has made you go, wow, look at that?
8: Uh, there, there's tons of things, and <laughs> I couldn't remember them all if I tried. I'll try to think of one in a minute. But what, what, what I like about ICAST, for sure, one thing for sure is when, like, we, we never get to see what goes behind the scenes and all these new baits and all this new product, the line, the rods and the reels, and to actually get to meet all the people behind inventing all this stuff and, and putting all this new stuff out. You know, that's the cool thing for me is to, you know, you hear about all these new swim baits and these new worms and different kinds of lines and stuff, but to actually meet and get to talk with the designers and, and the guys that are selling these products and, Learning about the industry, not just going out there and using the baits day in and day out—that's the—that's the cool thing for me, well, for you, sure.
1: You talk about education and learning, and of course, that's what—that's what we're about here mm-hmm. on on the edge. But does understanding and, and having conversations with some of these manufacturers make you a better angler?
8: Uh, I I think absolutely, because you know when you're when you're dealing with them, I want you know they they know of course that I'm, I'm I fish for a living and. I'm not going to get the bait that's just thrown out there, you know. They know that if I catch them on this bait and win a tournament on it, it's going to be highly promoted and we're going to sell hundreds and thousands of them, we hope. So, you know, they're help. we're helping them and they're helping us to the best of their ability to get the best product out there. And, and uh, you know, I think that's that's the main thing is to let we know that we can go out there and catch fish and we're not going to get something that's just thrown out there and sold for, a dollar by the hundred so people can buy so it absolutely helps to get a get a feel of who you're dealing with and what bait you're dealing with and not just baits but rods, reels, lines, boats, motors trolling motors the whole nine yards you know it's customer relation and, and a personal relationship they're two definitely two different things but two things you have to have being a professional fisherman.
0: You know as I walk these aisles uh, I, I personally can get a little bit of overload, there's so many products. <laughs> no, no, no. That's easy to do, see, yeah. I mean, there's limited two, space. 300
8: booths here and you go down one aisle and right. you, you got to walk back down it again because you didn't get to see it all, it well, was, it's let's, crazy. Let's talk to our young, our young anglers about Absolutely. just sort of breaking it down, I mean how
0: do you, how do you break down uh, what you take out on the boat, what kind of thought process do you use to, to uh, decide what you're going to take out on the water?
8: Well, first of all, I would definitely find a, a boat that's suitable for me. You know, you don't want to overpower anything right off the bat. If I was When I first started, I had a, a 17-foot John boat with a 35 Johnson on it. It was nothing serious, but it worked. It was very safe. It was easy for us to go by. But, you know, I'd get a rod and a reel that I liked, one that was easy to cast. I wouldn't go straight into the bait casters because the pros use them. I would start with a push button, and then I'd switch to a, a spinning rod and reel and start working my way into the bait casters. And, then, you know, fishing the worm, a worm is a huge catcher on fish, I'd learn everything I can about that, then I'd switch up to the top water and then start mixing it up with the different kinds of jerk baits and rattle traps and the swim baits and all, but you know, if we have to keep the young anglers fishing for sure, and I uh, I do all I can, and I know Berkeley and, and, uh, is a real awesome company to work for, and yeah. we do a ton for the kids, we really do, and Um, You know, they sell different kinds of, every kind of rod and reel combo any kid could ask for, and and the line and the the baits are easy to use, so, uh, you know, definitely just get in with the company and and work your way up with the company as far as sponsorship goes, but start out small, work your way up, but have fun, that's the main part, you know, and it, it gets a little hectic sometimes out there on the road, but we've been down that road before, so we're used to it, but... Have fun fishing. Enjoy the outdoors also. Well, it's just not about the fishing. I think that enjoy is Enjoy the birds so flying, the fish, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a snake, a turtle. You know, take your family out. It's all about having fun.
1: Well, I think that's a, that's a great point. And certainly we get to enjoy a lot of that time on the water anything that you want to, before we have to get out of here, want to pass on concerning your first-time ICAST experience that others may not get
5: to enjoy? Yeah,
8: definitely. If if somebody was watching this or I could tell a, a million people, I'd say, get over to Orlando and come check this out. I called tons of people on the way home yesterday. I said, you know, you guys love to fish, but this isn't just go to a tournament, show up, and then weigh in and put your boat back in the garage. You could spend, I spent eight hours here yesterday and only made it up three or four aisles. I mean, this isn't, just about your favorite bait, your line, your rod, your reel, this has everything in it. So, Come check it out, it's an experience that you, know, you have to come to and I promise you I won't miss another one.
1: Well Bobby, so great to have you, thanks for taking Thank time to be on the edge and congratulations on a great season.
8: Thank you, I appreciate that.
2: Hi, I'm Jamie Cyphers, the lure I've caught my biggest fish on in my entire life was a buzz bait made by Pepper Jigs in Grand Junction, Colorado.
4: You've got the truck. You've got the toys. Now it's time to get the hitch that gives you more time to play with both. It's the Tow and Stow Receiver Hitch by B&W. You want options? Select the ball size, adjust the height to level the trailer, or stow it out of the way in just seconds. It's 10,000 towing pounds worth of durability, convenience, and the latest technology that has made B&W famous. The Tow and Stow Receiver Hitch by B&W. Call 1-866-BEST-HITCH. Welcome back to The Edge, the official podcast of Bass
1: Edge. All right, our next guest here at the WFN booth is household name Mike Iconelli. Mike, thanks so much for being part Hi of The done. Edge. Oh,
2: this, this is great. You know, we look forward to this every year. Uh, this is our big show as far as what's hot, what's new, and, and trends in fishing. Uh, to come here and, and see all that stuff, plus to hang out with your buddies and your sponsors, it's, it's a good week. It, it is a good week. Yeah. And, you know,
1: Mike, I can't help but think of, and of course we've talked about this in the past, but going back to, for those anglers, recreationally speaking, that don't get to be here. You date all the way back to the Federation. Oh, yeah. What can you pass on to kind of those people that aren't in attendance?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, ICAST, I think the the theme of it is really what why we all fish. And it's, you know, at the heart of fishing, we all love to to buy stuff and tinker with stuff. And that's what the show is all about. You know, it's about approving on stuff that's already out there. It's about new trends, new concepts. And so, even if you can't make it to ICAST, you know, you can still get involved in it, you know, through the internet. And uh, back in my club days, I was a big tinkerer. You know, I would take baits that were already out there. I would paint them. Mm-hmm. I would shave the weights down. I would add hooks, add feathers. And, you know, that to me is part of the excitement of the sport. So that's, that's really what ICAST is all about. Well, Mike, I know that as anglers, uh, you would
0: all rather be on the water. But I I know that, uh, you know, I know you do enjoy this. But talk to the young folks that we get asked so much, I want to be the next Ike. Uh, uh, They know they need to learn to catch fish, but there's a lot more to
2: being a professional fisherman than that. There there is. There is. It's a lot. You know, I mean, you got to be passionate about it. You know, and there's three things that I would say. And the first is, you know, that it is a possible dream. I mean, you can do it. You know, I think growing up for me, Growing up in New Jersey, I had a lot of people give negativity toward what I wanted to do. Professional angler, what? (laughs) You can't do that. You're from Jersey. There's no bass that swim in New Jersey. And so, you know, the first thing would say, if you're passionate about it, go ahead and do it. Whether it's fishing or basketball or baseball, if you dream about it, you could do it if you work hard. So that would be the first thing. Second would be to work on your weaknesses. You know, as a kid, the one thing you have that none of the adults have, none of the pros have, is time and so you use that time to your advantage and you know I would tell tell kids to to work on stuff they're not good at so if you love to throw a worm but you're not very good at throwing a spinnerbait or a jig work on those things you gotta be versatile and then the last thing and this this sounds corny to a lot of people but it's absolutely true is is getting education you know uh, half of this game is not just catching fish but it's dealing with sponsors dealing with the public and and you have to really be educated to do a lot of that so Go to school, get a four-year degree, especially in something like business or marketing, and uh, you'll be in good shape.
1: Well, that's certainly great advice. And leads me to my next question. What percentage, for those that are looking to get into this sport, of your time is spent off the water doing things like this versus on the water with a rod and reel in your hand?
2: Yeah, from afar, you'd think that, you know, we spend 360 days a year on the water, but it's probably, I'd say it's probably like 60-40. You know, probably about 60% of the time We're actually fishing, whether it's tournaments or shooting TV shows or guiding or whatever. And the other 40 is split between sponsor obligations, uh, you know, uh, appearances, all that stuff. So it's 60-40. So you definitely have to have a love for the sport across the board. If you think you're going to fish every day for the rest of your life, (laughs) it's not going to (laughs) happen.
0: Well, Mike, as I walk these halls, uh, there's just so much here. You know, everybody in the industry is here, and I, I know I just keep going, wow, look at that. What have you seen here that's made you go, wow, look, look where this thing has gone?
2: Yeah, I've seen a lot of things. I mean, you know, of course I'm biased on, on liking some of the products that I've helped develop. You know, right. we've got new rods from Daiwa and Laser Lure's got a great crankbait, true tungsten, we've got a new jig head. Uh, but one of the things here that really caught my eye is, again, getting back to my early days, I fished out of a John boat for a lot of years, you know, and had a little 12-foot John boat with a hand-control motor. Never had the money to buy one of those fancy foot controls. You know, there's a, a product here this year uh, that basically turns a hand control motor into a nice. foot control. Yeah, it's it's a really neat product, you know, and, and I'm not sponsored by them, but, but walking around, you see that kind of stuff, and that's one of the innovative things. Uh, but, man, you could spend hours here looking at stuff that, you know, that you can never dreamed <laughs> would, would be a reality, and these guys ha- have made the product, and it's here at ICAST.
1: Well, Mike, you know, there's no question. We're, we're in the economic doldrums here, and, and a lot of us are on a tight budget. Yeah. Where does a, an angler need to be spending their focus, whether they're just getting introduced to this sport or have a limited budget? Give us some advice there of how to break all of this down.
2: Yeah, well, I, that's one of the neat things about, about fishing, you know, and you talk about the tough economy. It's true, and it's hit everybody. Uh, but fishing is a great sport because you don't have to spend millions, millions of dollars. It's not a golf, it's not, you know, racing where you've got to put a lot of investment to it. Fishing at its core is, you know, a rod and a reel and a bait, you know, so even during tough times anybody can enjoy fishing which is great but you know to to bass to get into bass fishing and talk about the basics you know I talk about the zones and covering the zones and if you've got a lure to fish on the bottom one to fish in the middle one to fish on the top you're in good shape and you know that that's real simple and so you know a top water lure a spinnerbait or crankbait a worm or a jig if you have those three things in your basic colors you know basic roll colors there's 10 million colors here at ICAST you know what you only need a couple basic colors. If you think about the golden rule of fly fishing, which is match the hatch, it's no different than bass fishing. Pick a couple lures that imitate the basic forage, your whites and your silvers for shad, chartreuses and green for bluegill, and some browns and blacks for crawfish. You've probably got all the colors in you need. So, so keep it simple, have fun, you don't need a lot of money to enjoy fishing.
1: Well, and I think that is uh, such a critical point.
2: Well, Mike, uh, you know, for, for a guy like me that's
0: been around a little while, you were always kind of one of the new guys. But you've been now you've been around this sport long, and I'd like to just sort of get your reflection in, in, in this uh, in this hall about you know what you've seen this where this business has come from and gone to, and maybe where it's going.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of, of hopes, and you know, I think in in any sport it goes through periods where it's growing you know but uh... you you know what i've seen is the big thing is obviously times are changing technology's changing and you're seeing that in the products but the biggest thing i think that people need to understand and leave here with is the fact that to grow any sport you've got to start at the bottom and work your way up and what that means is keeping keeping kids involved keeping younger people involved in the sport that's been one of our biggest challenges over the last ten or fifteen years in a day and age where video games have really taken over you know the the youth uh... you know there's a tendency to get away from the outdoors and and so you know really looking forward i think what i cast and what a lot of a lot of these companies are doing is they're saying you know what hey we've got to shift our focus and we've got to keep young people involved in hunting and fishing and outdoors and uh... and that's how you grow a sport so you know it's great to walk around and see all these companies that are doing youth programs and kids camps and uh... That's the real way to grow the sport, so you've got to start at the bottom.
1: You know, and Mike, you, you bring up a good point there from talking about the experience, and I certainly know that's meant a lot to you in your book. Obviously, you talk about the relationship with your family and, and yeah. going through some of the challenges there. Yeah. That's the whole reason of why we do what we do.
2: A- absolutely, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a passion. And I think in, until you really you, you, you get that bug, and I can, can close my eyes and remember back to when I was hooked, you know, once, once you're bit with that bug, you're passionate about it, and, uh, and that never leaves you. That's what drives me, and, um, you know, when you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work. You know, this is my job. I, I fish for a living, but I can't remember the last time I really felt like it was a day of work because I love it. I'm passionate about it, and so to be able to help spread that passion to other people, it's awesome. It's a good opportunity.
0: One of the one of the buzzwords that uh, or buzz statements that Aaron and I always say is that we were we were one of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. We had parents that took us fishing at a very early age and introduced us to not only fishing but nature and the outdoors, appreciation for the environment. And, and I know that that was uh, you know part of part of your life. You were one of the lucky ones too.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, you know, when it comes to I grew up in, in, a, in an area outside of Philadelphia, that's not the hotbed of fishing, you know. Uh, but, but I did have a family that took me fishing. And that's that's so important, you know, is, is to start that opportunity. So your kids, your friends' kids, the neighbor's kids, a nephew, you know, it doesn't matter. And you don't have to live in the country to do this. You know, that's one of the big things. Now I've got a show on Versus called City Limits Fishing. You know, you could be from any part of the country, city, suburb, you know, country, wherever, and enjoy fishing, enjoy the outdoors. and And that's real important. So, you know, I'd say... Take a kid fishing, you know, take a time out, take a couple hours out of your day to get that appreciation. And it's so key, so important.
0: Well, Mike, I know you're real busy. We appreciate you coming by for a few minutes. I Just before you get away, I just wanted to tell you how much I like the new look there, the beard. I'm Thank tr- you. I'm trying to get Aaron to grow on.
2: I, I, yeah, well, I think you should. You know, this thing's brought me a lot of luck uh, over the years. And if anybody's interested, I'm going to shave it after the last regular season of this event. And it will be available on eBay.
9: So, <laughs> oh, it'll,
1: it'll be uh, Mike Ikenelli
2: backslash beard. Hey. on eBay. <laughs> r- 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 maybe r- we need to get that on film, you know. I mean, we can actually do it to,
1: you know, then he won't give me as much trouble for, you know, lighting my hair or whatever. But. Well, well, thanks a lot, Mike.
2: Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
9: Hi, I'm Jared Littner and get ready for more tips and techniques from the pros on Bass Edges, the Edge.
0: We just meet all kinds of fishermen at Icast, and here's another great friend of ours, Mike McClellan. How are you, Mike, my friend?
9: Good, good, good to be here. You know, it's always exciting to come to Icast, see all the new stuff, and and get to spend some time
1: with guys like you. Sure. Well, you know, Mike, by looking at your jersey, you must be pulled in about 50 different directions
9: while you're you're here. It's been a pretty busy week. I I mean, I'm definitely here primarily for Falcon and Spro, but, you know, all the sponsors that I'm associated with, I've spent some time in the booth, been involved in some meetings, but it's a neat occasion to get out Make contacts with people that you don't get to see all year. And that's the neat thing about ICAST. You finally get to put you know, names with faces, faces with names, and you get to, to, to see people face to face. Well, you're not talking
1: about any uh, McSticks, are
9: you? In oh, absolutely. Yeah. We have we have yeah. McSticked it to death this week, and, and the thing that's cool is I didn't get to introduce anything new here at the show, but we are definitely working on new models of McSticks. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming. I'm not going to talk about a lot of it, but uh, we do have some new colors coming. The Wicked purchase is a new McStick uh, color we've got this year that is going to be killer in the north. So uh, we've got the uh, Midwest, Southeast covered pretty well, but we got to start working northern, northern stuff for our colors, and that's what we've been working on.
0: Well, I know Mike that you're here uh, working with your, your your sponsors, but I know that you get a chance to you do get a chance to roam yeah. around and see everything in the hall. And I was just wondering if 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 you've seen any area of technology or any area of this business that that has just makes you say Wow, look where we've come!
9: <laughs> it, it, all of the technology in this business is just mind boggling. I mean you talk about so many different aspects. Electronics. I mean, lorance is coming with new products that are just mind-boggling to what we thought we had good stuff two years ago. The stuff we've got now is even better. The baits, the paint jobs, everything that you look at in this industry keeps getting better every year. And that's the thing that I guess we all get content. We think, man, we've got the best of the best, but it gets better every year. And it's like, how can they keep making this stuff better? I mean, these baits now look so lifelike, so realistic. It's, it's, Understandable why we catch more fish on artificial than we do live bait. Sure, and you know, in, in taking that in consideration, there are those things though that are the continued staples that for the beginning angler that's getting into it, it doesn't have to be quite so intimidating that we can always rely on. There's no doubt about that, and when you start talking about things like that, I mean, you know, the, the Zebco quantums of the world, I mean, we still build Zebco products just like we did 15, 20 years ago, only better. But the, the staples of the industry, you know, the line companies, you know, yeah, the technology. Uh, you know, fluorocarbon was new two or three years ago, you know, technology then, but the fluorocarbons are the staples of the industry now. You've just seen things rotate and change, and, and the staples that are today are going to be gone and, and lost two or three years from now. So it's just new stuff filling the voids every year. Sure. Well,
0: Mike's an angler. I know you'd rather be on the water, but how much do you personally enjoy an, an event like ICAST?
9: The thing about it, like I said earlier, is, is getting to see people face-to-face. You talk to them on the phone, you email them, you, you do things all year long without getting to see people face-to-face. This is a good opportunity to do that. I definitely would rather be on the water. and this, <laughs> I do enjoy doing these because it, it gets those relationships back in check. You, you definitely make you know new acquaintances, and that's another good thing about ICAST is you know opening yourself up to all of the opportunities that are out there. and uh, it, It's really a neat event. For sure. Well, for those of us who perhaps didn't have the
1: ability to be here. It's pretty hot outside. What's what's going on in the in the fishing universe right now?
9: Well, the thing about that is, you know, I have actually been fishing around the house a good bit. We've got a tournament coming to Muskogee, Oklahoma, the Arkansas River, which isn't an hour and a half from the house, I'm spending a little time over there going to take off a little early to go to lake oneida get up on lake erie and and play for a day or two maybe even slip up to lake ontario get things back in order you know from this long break but you know there's a lot still going on fishing wise you know my son's fishing a lot of tournaments there around home table rock he fished table rock this past week it took 20 some pounds to win a you know a buddy tournament on table rock so the fish are biting we're just stuck here at icast right now give us another week or a few days and we're going to be back out on the water catching them somewhere well, Mike, I know everybody's real busy, and we just want to thank you
0: for taking a few minutes to stop by and visit with Aaron and I here on the edge.
9: It's been a pleasure, and, you know, we look forward to these opportunities. You guys are doing a great job with the show, and anytime we can help out, we'd definitely like to. Thanks so well, much. Thanks. You thanks a lot. Good to be here.
4: Now, you can order Bass Edge Seasons 1 and 2 on DVD. Own the best resource for tips and techniques in bass fishing as host Aaron Martin tackles lakes across the country with the industry's top pro anglers, including Edwin Evers, Boyd Duckett, Alton Jones, and Pam Martin-Wells. The two sets include all 25 episodes with never-before-seen footage, over three hours of bonus pro angler interviews, bloopers, and highlights. Each two-disc set is just $19.95. Call 1-888-390-8780 or order online at BassEdge.com.
3: man
1: has it been a whirlwind or what you know we've had so many anglers here and what I would like to know is how in the world have we went so long with not having our next guest Ish Monroe on the show before
6: man it's great to have you I'm glad to be here you know, you guys went out to the Delta and didn't even come by and see me. You went out with Chris Ball. Come on. Jared Lindner, great. Chris Ball, the nuttiest guy out there, but you went and fished with him and not me. I'm yeah,
1: sad. I, I tell you, I think uh, that's Steve's department.
6: That's Steve's department. <laughs> I,
0: I can tell you what. I got something better for you this year than the California. We're going to go to Iowa. Oh, whoop de doo Iowa. California, Iowa. Mm, let me think
8: about that one.
0: Well, I tell you what. We have found a wonderful lake in Iowa. We're going to catch a lot of fish. We're going to have a lot of fun. I think
8: we are
6: going to catch a lot of fish.
0: But, uh, you know, here we are at ICAST, and uh, this is just sort of the convention for all people like us, the me, the fishermen, the, the Aaron Martins of the world. Yeah. and uh, uh, I, I know you enjoy this, it's not as fun as being on the water, but just talk about what ICAST means to you.
6: ICAST means to me is all the new baits and all the new products. You know, I'm getting to introduce my new fat frog that's out, you know, made by SnagProof. I'm um, getting to see the great Lowrance electronics that are out there. I mean, there's so much to see. It's like putting a kid in a candy store. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, Aaron, you're getting excited because oh, yeah. I know you want to go fishing because you see all the new products. That's where I'm at right well, there.
1: Well, speaking of, you know, containing that excitement, we said in on a press conference the other day. that. You know, we have that electronics uh, DVD that's out. Lowrance just came out with that new side imaging, the yeah. downer. I, I'm sitting there the whole time thinking of how I'm going to use that to catch fish out of the top of a tree. You know,
6: the, 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 the Lawrence you know, side imaging deal, the sonar, the, the structure imaging is what they really want to yes. call it. It's just awesome. I mean, it goes both sides and it goes down, you know? So it's destroying the competition. I mean, there's nothing else out there like it. Now you're going to be able to see everything. You're going to be able to compare it to what your regular sonar just looking down is doing, and you'll know exactly what's there. Well, I mean
0: when I when I started fishing this business. Do you actually get the fish? <laughs>
6: <laughs> this is a question. Come on.
0: Producers don't get the fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we all fish. But it, I tell you what, man, when I started in this business, uh Death
1: Finders were
0: you know, not much more than a string and a wave. <laughs> I was going to
1: ask about that. <laughs> he, he's, he's kind of, you know, been able to kind of come up through, like, the invention of electricity. Oh, really? The, the wheel. On, <laughs> on, yes, the wheel. What do you guys
6: do, carry the boats on your back <laughs> yeah. to get them to the lake, you know?
0: That's right. We swam out there. swam out there. <laughs> but uh, just how, how crazy, and I know you've been in the business a pretty good while, just how crazy is it how far electronics have come, and, and where are they going?
6: Oh, I, I can't even tell you. Next thing you know, you're gonna be able to press a button, say "Take me to the bath," and it's gonna take you there. Just drive the boat right over there to it. You know, with the advanced electronics like the Laurent stuff, and definitely with Navionics, you know, the Hot Maps and the chips that they have. I mean, gosh, you're pretty much like a local on any lake you go to. I mean, when we go to Spirit Lake, Iowa, we're just gonna pull up. There we go. That's I'm, I'm just gonna
1: pull out, you know, the iPhone and uh, go right to it. Yeah. That exactly. deal that Navionics has
6: now on your iPhone. iPhone. I mean, that's even that's how great is that? I mean, now you don't even have to have a Laurent unit. You just have your iPhone to go somewhere. There, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw guys
0: trading trading iPhone uh, waypoints. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, come on, come on. Just send, yeah. me those. send me those
6: waypoints, man. Text them to me. Yeah. Come on
0: over here. I'll show you where to catch some fish. Yeah. No, it's great. But, uh, but, you know, it's not just the electronics. I think that sort of symbolizes where fishing has come. But uh, there's just so much more. Is, is there any, what else do you see here that you just look at and go, Wow, I wouldn't have thought that when I started this business.
6: You know, the, the, the advancement in rods, you know, like the new Daiwa Steve stuff that they have, I mean, they're making rods designed just to fish braid. I mean, how awesome is that? Okay, no more of this, well, this is going to mess up this guy and this is going to hurt this rod you're going to break this rod. No, now you can pick up a rod, I want to put braid on this rod, I want to put mono and fluorocarbon on this rod, and, it, and it's so advanced now, they're making fishing fun and they're making it easier. You know, so that's, And that's always a good thing, and speaking, speaking of
1: making fishing fun, you know, you think about the heat that's going on outside right now, it can be yes. a little uncomfortable, but you look at all these baits, what are you going to be throwing this time of year for those of us who are not participating in ICAST? Well,
6: you know, I'm, I'm going to be partial to my frog, obviously that's sure. it. you know, it's my favorite bait, you know, thick mats, you find the big fish sitting underneath it, I mean, it's definitely going to be the way to go. Are you getting to do any fishing while you're here? None. <laughs> well, what, that's wrong. not, not, not that's, according, that's according to sponsors. not any fishing. Is that because
0: Ma- you have a mic on?
6: Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. That's, that's like Brigman not eating seafood while he's here, man. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling
6: you. Uh, me and Mike Iaconelli, we're going to go down and we're going to do some saltwater fishing on Saturday, yeah. fishing for some tarpon and some sharks. You know, I'm really looking forward to that. That's
0: going to be a good time. Though. Yeah, I, definitely. I, 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 we just had yeah. Mike on a minute ago. It's, it's
6: yeah. kind of cool for me, you know. I Secretly, I'm not telling anybody this secretly, I... Uh, Tape his shows, yeah, but nobody knows uh-huh. know that. I tape and watch because we're always fishing on the weekend, so I tape and I watch yeah. his the shows. T- they come up. Oh, You're T-Bo. the one. I'm the TiVo guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they show the TiVo guy. That's me. Oh, but I mean, getting to you know, go fishing with him, getting to go fishing with Mike. I mean, it's just like a kid's dream come true. I got to fish with Roland Martin. I mean, it's uh, I love it. Going fishing with TV personalities. It's the way to go.
3: It
1: is, and, and you know that really is. I, I think what our sport is about Right. sharing that with others.
0: Yep. Well, well, I know we're all very busy here, and we all have a lot of work to do, and we appreciate Ish, you coming by and taking a few minutes to be here with us on the edge.
6: No problem, guys. I'm glad to be here with you guys.
0: Aaron, it has been a great week here at ICAST, but I'll be honest with you, these old dogs are barking. <laughs> They've got, I put a lot of
1: miles on these feet this week. Boy, that is true, and you know what? I'm excited because I want to now take some of this newly learned knowledge and introduction to some of these products that we've seen. Let's go put it to use on the water. Well, that's
0: so true, and there's so much uh, neat stuff here and uh, to, that we've we've learned about and techniques. and. And, and that the guys have shared with us, so uh, let's we'll go back home
1: and look forward to coming back to ICAST next year. I do look forward to, to coming back to ICAST and certainly appreciate, you know, just the opportunity to break away from the normal rhythm of our show, be here on location, all of the anglers stopping by, and kind of a di- different twist.
0: Yeah, thank all the guys, and, and thank the World Fishing Network for having us here uh, in their booth to do this, and uh, uh, and we look forward to... Uh, another season on WFN.
9: Absolutely,
1: thank everybody for listening. Be sure to join us next week as we resume our regular show. Also in the in the meantime, check us out on World Fishing Network and also Wild TV in Canada. For Steve Brigman, I am Aaron Martin, and we look forward to seeing you, you next good. week right here on the Edge.
6: Well. <clears throat> Well, you I know lost words. The words. you're right. You're right. you lost the words. I'm I know lying. it, man. These yeah.
0: guys are so good. I mean, I thought it um, was the hot
6: blonde that walked by and you kind of just
0: got- <laughs> I, I, They I, wouldn't I, let I, me talk about the would. good looking people here. They so say, well, we're going to have a lot of guys come visit. We'll just see. We're going to have a lot of surprises. Gonna, we're going to have a lot of fun.
1: Potpourri. Oh. A potpourri. Yeah. <laughs> see,
0: and you don't want people picking on you.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm, no, see, I'm going to direct that towards you. Okay. okay.
0: Well, the great thing
4: about I. I. No, I oh, did you? Okay. I can. No, I'm
0: fine.
1: I'll do it if you want. No, no, I
2: got
4: it. <laughs> 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 This week's edition of Bass Edges The Edge has been brought to you by BW Trailer Hitches, Ditch Witch, MegaWare Keel Guard, O'Reilly Auto Parts, and Legend Boats. For more information on Bass Edge, including our television show, training materials, e-newsletter, and podcast, please visit www.bassedge.com. Be sure to join us next week on The Edge.